This is Betty Collins, and we are Inspiring Women, presented by Brady Ware. This is the podcast that advances women towards economic, social, and political achievement. I am here to inspire you to take steps to the next level in your career. Thanks for listening and investing your time in yourself. More about Inspiring Women in this episode can be found at bradyware.com slash resources. Confidence is silent. And insecurities are very loud. And arrogance is just completely ignored. And I want to talk about those things today. So I'm watching this YouTube video of Aretha Franklin. And I was blown away. I watched it over and over. And of course she comes out and she... Everyone knows the name for the most part, right? And she's singing, uh, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. And not only is she just singing it, she's singing this for the President of the United States, Barack and Michelle Obama. And they're sitting with Carol King, who actually wrote the song. And she first comes out and she's on stage. It's a, it's a full crowd. And she starts singing and she's playing her own music. So she's just sitting there playing, singing like it's the most natural thing. Meanwhile... They show her president wiping a tear from his eye. And they show Carol King totally, totally into the fact that here is this woman singing this song the way she is. Aretha Franklin doesn't seem phased at all. She's just doing what she does. And then about halfway through the song, she decides to get up. Someone takes over the piano. She's now no longer kind of hiding behind her piano. Maybe it's easier to sing there. I don't know. I'm not an entertainer. And she comes out to the middle of the stage, and she kicks it up. So she takes a natural talent and totally makes it completely unique for her. And not only that, about probably two-thirds of the way into the song, everyone's on their feet, including the President of the United States. And she throws off her big fur, and she pulls that mic out, and she raises her arms like there's no tomorrow, and she belts it out as if she's 20 years old. And, of course, the crowd is on their feet with her. And all I could, and I watched it over and over. And what came to me was, you would never know if she was confident or not in what she was doing. You, she came out like it was the most natural thing to take her talent and, I mean, I couldn't imagine performing for the President of the United States in the first place, let alone meet him. And she's doing this like it's an everyday thing. But if you really read her story and you go back through her life, that was not always there. But that night, the confidence was just natural and amazing. Confidence is really hard. And so today what I want to cover is what is confidence? What are the qualities of a confident person? And the fact of how can you be confident? Because you always, I know for me, I can start a day out at 7 a.m. And I can be insecure. And by 9, arrogant. And by, by 2, confident, maybe. And by the end of the day, insecure again. So I go to all three of those. But obviously, we don't want to hang around with insecure people, and we don't want to hang around with arrogant people. We'd rather be with real confident type 
individuals in our lives, professionally and personally. So when I talk about confidence, you have to know what it is. And for me, the definition is easy because it's just the quality of, of being a cert, certain of your abilities. I mean, you are certain of who you are. You're certain of what you can do. And you trust and you have a firm belief in that. And then you you go with it. Where arrogance is, it's the quality of being very superior. And then it's like you're overbearing. Nobody wants to be around that. But insecurity to me, is just as bad as um, arrogance. And women tend to be more insecure and men tend to be more arrogant and there's n- neither is good. So how do you get to that quality of being confident? Um, and you're not always going to be confident. You're just going to have those times. But you have to admit your flaw, you know? And you have to say no. And sometimes you have to listen and not conform. you got to be open for help and and you got to own your own feelings and guilt isn't your friend and and you got to support others and and when you start putting that whole mix together you're probably going to become a confident person it's not easy and it doesn't happen overnight aretha franklin didn't get on stage her first time and sing for the president and have people on their feet emotionally engaged with her and i'm sure that took a lifetime to do Without confidence, you know, you're going to be really mired down in just unfulfilled desire in your life. Um, You're going to be full of excuses more than you are why you are who you are. And you're going to be paralyzed by fear. It's something I deal with all the time. And, And that takes away from being confident. So I want to, you know, what's really funny about women today is we are turning the corner in so many ways. One And so we need to start acting like that and start taking more risk and stop the grumbling and apologizing because the results are starting to really happen. And there is now research um, and statistical evidence that confidence is more important than your ability. I'm in, a, I'm in an industry as a CPA where technical ability is really valued, has to be. The confidence is now showing is just as important, if not more. And here are the things that are happening for for women. So more of us are getting college and graduate degrees. We are running some of the largest countries in the world, not just in the United States. There are now 17 female heads of states in the world. 105 seats in Congress are held by women, which is 19.6%. 25% of board members are now women, um, and those companies tend to be more profitable when, the, when women are on their boards. This is the best one. We control 80% of U.S. consumer spending. 26% of women in the U.S. do not work. They, they can have the lifestyle of, of raising their children and being home, and it's okay. Mothers are now the primary or sole earner, or earners excuse me, for 40% of households. Um, we comprise of over now 50% of the workforce, and now 30% of businesses are owned by women or being started by women. And three out of women now, three out of 10 women serve their country or government in some capacity. Those are major, major statistics, and they're happening because of confidence and hard work and drive. But 
it's a huge factor in the development of things that are happening for women in the things I'm talking about. But it's also confidence affects your relationships, your family life, where you volunteer, maybe where you go to church, how you are confident in those roles. There's a lot of myths about confidence. We think we can be more confident. Women are the (laughs) number. We just do this. We believe that if we work harder, our talent will shine through. So we just don't ask questions. We just accept our circumstances and we just work harder. And then we assume that we're better at having conversations in our head than with people. And and what that does, again, it takes from the confidence factor. On top of all that, we focus on perfection. And perfection is not confidence. It's just paralyzing to you. And I hate to tell you, but we kind of overthink a lot of things. So all of that leads up to we care too much about then what others think. And we believe it's easier for those Everyone else around us, it's easier for them. Those are myths that take away from confidence. And so what I want to ask you is this. Are you a perfectionist? Are you hesitant? Do you micromanage every aspect of your life? Do you disengage because doing work and leveraging your skills is harder? Are you afraid to fail? And are you blessed with very uncooperative people in your life? You got to answer those things because if you answer those, those are the things that drain your confidence. So you have to look at what risk are you willing to take to change those. And you can't change them all overnight, but those are really, really important questions. In fact, I have handouts for you today that tell you, are you confident or are you not? And so start looking at those and be honest. Why the confidence for issue for women I just went through? Pretty hard stuff, all the myths I just talked about, which we have a great handout for you on that. But let me give you examples of women who are confident and women who are not. Women who are confident talk about dreams, you know, your plans, your aspirations, what you want to be, where you want to go, visions. And women who are not confident, they just talk about other women. It's, it's evidence and it's statistically proven. You need to think about that. Here's another one. Confident people, they are the trendsetters. Confident people follow the trendsetters. Not everyone needs to be a trendsetter. But, I mean, those are, those are characteristics of you're probably pretty confident if you can, you can set the trend instead of follow it. A confident women, they don't try to please everyone. In fact... Their model is confidence is not that they will like me. Confidence is I'll be fine if they don't. So when you're consumed in I got to please everyone around me or, hey, this is this. I'm not going to try to please you because I'm trying to do the right thing. So those are things that there's just that's how you know you're confident and that's how you know you're not. So what is the self-confidence formula? For women. As a CPA, we do everything with formulas. So here we go. Step one, take responsibility for yourself. The path towards your confidence is the one that you travel, not everyone else. It's your, it's your journey. Two, you got you to start experimenting with some things in your life. I did this when I was 38 years old. There were just things I wanted to do that I talked about doing but didn't. One of them was 
I wanted to read the New York Times from cover to cover. Why? I don't know. But it was one of those things that was so refreshing because I found my little place where nobody could be, and I read the New York Times. And once I finally got over of, I don't need to probably read the New York Times, but it was kind of one of those things where I said, I'm going to do this. I wanted to try it. I wanted to see what it was about. It was very interesting. Um, When I got bored with it, I went on to something else. Try new things. you got to develop an action plan, and then you implement it. I know for myself, I read a book, um, Start With Start With Why by Simon Simic. And I always did the how and the what. We all do. Or the when, the how, and the what's easier. But you got to know the why. And for the longest time, I asked myself, you know, here's my why. Uh, I, you know, I'm going to help you with your business. I'm going to do your accounting. I'm going to get your taxes done. Then I said, no, I'm going to have a completely different action plan for my clients. In fact, I'm going to make sure that you're successful so that as the employer, your employees are successful. And those employees are households that are the infrastructure of a community. So it took a whole new turn how I advised and energized my client versus just doing your taxes because that's just a given. Everyone has to do them, right? So I developed a whole new action plan on my why and started doing that why and thinking about that why for everything. It was excellent. You got to stick with something. Self-confidence, it doesn't come because you tried one thing. You took one pill. That's what we generally like to do. Or we read one book. It's a continual evolvement and development. You always act as if. As if, I'm putting in quotes, so if you put off action until you have confidence, you'll never do it. If you take action and do it, with an assemblance of outward confidence at some time, the inward true confidence will follow. My mother always told us, false cheer is better than real crabbiness. And I always use that. Sometimes you just have to get out there and you just have to act like it's all okay, even though it isn't. I wouldn't hide from all those things, but there are times that confidence, it will get you there. And, and once you're out there going, okay, everything's good. Get your smiles on. That was our Sunday morning every week. It's church time, kids. All six of us got in the van. Put your smiles on. We're going to church. And we did. <laughs> all getting ready with one bathroom, right? And then you have to find a mentor if you want confidence because you need somebody's outside perspective telling you when you, get, when you went to the arrogant side or now you're back at the, in, the insecure side. You know, you've got to have that person in your life that comes in and says, here's what you do. So those are kind of the formulas. And again, we'll give you these handouts on our website that we'll refer to at the end of this podcast. These are things that are just easy reading, easy, simple stuff. Take take away one or two of them and start it. But there are things you can do to boost your confidence. As women, it's very important. One is dress nicely, groom yourself. That sounds really simple, but I will tell you, the last time I spoke at the Brady Wears Women's Conference, I decided to to engage Sue Cantor. To, as a, she's a sophisticated stylist, is her company. And I thought, you know, I just want to look great that day. And she just was fabulous. And I showed up to the store, and in there she has all these outfits for me to try on. And it came down to three of them, and she says, well, what do you think? And I mean, people were just awesome. I had the shoes, the jewelry, the clothes, the makeup. Here's what you need to do. And I just felt great. And she goes, well, which one do you want? I said, oh, no, I'm taking it all. 
pack it up, and I bought every bit of it. And, you know, I went to the conference that day, and I, I mean, this is kind of embarrassing to even say, but I ended up wearing all three outfits throughout the day. It was it was just fun, and it was a fun thing for the day, and I felt confident just doing it, and people, it was just fun. So those things can really, you know, those things can really get you. Um, I have a whole list of things that can boost your confidence. Uh, stand taller, speak slower, you know, be prepared. Sometimes just decide you're going to be kind and generous all day. You'll be amazed at what that can do because you'll, you'll forget the stuff in your life. Focus on solutions. Smiling's easier than frowning. Um, sometimes you got to just clear your desk and clean it. There's all kinds of ways to do it. But I can tell you, people who are confident will get off that, get on the stage, perform for a president, not hide behind a piano, and sing like she's 20. And you can do that. There's just, it takes time, it takes development, but it's rewarding at the end of the day. As your career advancements continue, your financial opportunities will continue to grow. Be prepared. Visit bradyware.com resources to download a copy of the financial checklist for every stage of your life. Everything about the Inspiring Woman's podcast, this episode, and Bradyware and Company Accounting Services can be found in the podcast show notes.